wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hello, everybody. Is it time to do another morning Happy show? Happy Friday. Oh, it's Friday. It's Friday. Hey, we got snow in Utah oh, today. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's lovely. Woke yeah, up to a fresh dusting. You know, I like snow when it's like clean. Um, and then when it starts to melt and you get all the gravel and the the gunk and all of that, it's mm. just, it's not as enjoyable to me, but I just love it when you have a fresh snowfall. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just, you know, all the trees are dusted and I love it too. And, and you can stay at beautiful. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> the last time it snowed last week, we, uh, decided, or I decided and Jim's like, okay, if you feel like you need to, um, we, we went out, uh, got out of the house to go to run an errand and and there's a steep hill coming up to where we live and our development. It's not a main street. It took us four tries to get up the street. Yeah, so we could I'm sure out. you can find video on TikTok. <laughs> Somebody's ring camera, you know, on their doorbell probably captured uh, us in the probably. street doing donuts. Yeah, we actually had someone stop in with their truck mid-hill. It's like, yeah. do you guys need some help? Yeah. It's like, no, we got this. I just told them, I said, we don't know yet. We just started sliding. So, you know, we don't so know. happy winter. Um, yeah, it's just, a, it's a beautiful day. And it is Friday and we are getting closer and closer to the end of the year. It's it's happening pretty soon. We're going to be uh, putting some some things out on our social channels, uh, talking about some of the topics that we're going to be covering for the balance of the year and, mm -hmm. you know, asking for dealers, if you would like to weigh in, um, it seems that, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot more beneficial too um, in the education that we deliver on the podcast when we have some dealers that are there to have, uh, to add to the conversation. Yeah. So. And listen, dealers, don't be bashful. You're not, we're yeah. not asking you to come here and be an expert. I mean, we, obviously <laughs> a lot of you are and have yeah. a lot of experience, but we really just have asking you to come mm -hmm. be part of the conversation. And I think most everybody that's ever done it said, Oh, that was a lot easier uh, yeah, and more fun yeah, than we, I expected. We just recently had Anna Maria Beck who's someone mm -hmm. that we work with. Um, she was so nervous before. And, um, after we're done, I said, was that that bad? Cause you know, I, I was telling her it's just a conversation and, you know, it's just, it's like a Zoom call that we have done a bazillion times before. Mm -hmm. And when we finished, she's like, that wasn't bad at all. Like, she I know. She actually said it was fun. She yeah. said that was fun. I would do yeah, it again. So. Exactly. So, um, yeah. You so know. anyway, we're going to be reaching out. Please, uh, you know, we'll put some stuff yeah. on social media. Raise or if you've your got hand an idea for something you'd really like to yeah, hear about um, and have a conversation about or ask us to put together a conversation Listen. about. Listen, we're going to be here three days a week talking about buy here, pay here. We might as well talk about <laughs> the stuff you want to hear about. So, yeah, you know, exactly. Let us know. Um, that's exactly it. Yep. Um, uh, any announcements? Oh, Brent Carmichael. Yeah, that's a week from Monday. That's, that's a week that's from Monday. 18th, I think. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it should be a week from Monday. And I'm working on dates, um, and I'm I'm going to murder. But I'm, so I'm going to ask you to say it. Fred? Oh, Leonard. Leonard. Okay. Leonard's from the car guy, um, wrote an article recently in, um, one of the NIADA publications. And so we're going to have him come on and talk about AI mm -hmm. and you know, how, how dealers can leverage into AI. So, yeah. um, all right. Good morning, George. Hi, George. Yeah. Spat in Florida. Yeah. You're in warm, warm weather, warm yeah. country. Okay. So we've got a couple dealers standing got a by. Couple dealers standing and, by. um, we got some, some last minute 
information coming in from Mr. Brent Carmichael yeah. MCM for this conversation just today. Really, really like that guy. He's yeah, a good guy. Yeah. He's, he uh, as I always say, when he's just around, like he's he's all right. I mean, he won't be <laughs> he won't be listening this morning. No, I don't think I don't think he's even on social. No, he's at not. all. He's not so really. yeah, uh, he's um, but uh, well, I take that back. He's on LinkedIn, but he uh, but I don't think he's got time to listen to well, the show. He's well, doing like. 13 buy here or 13 yeah. groups, some of which are buy here, pay here, most of which are buy he's, here. Pay he's here. a dealer 20, um, or sorry, he's a 20 group moderator, moderator for NCM. Yeah. And a good friend of Jim's and mine, and is just so willing to to just share of the things that he he's seeing and all of that. So yeah. we're going to add a little bit of that. Yeah. So we got some, some information some to share in? from that. So yeah, let's bring in our dealers. Let's bring so, in first Mr. Nathan Syme from Alabama. There, he's joining from the Birmingham area. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I love the accent. Completely fake. It's yeah. completely fake. <laughs> and then we've got um, Mr. Casey, Casey Leidiger Leidiger. from uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kannapolis. How just are you? And his, his accent, I hear it all the time. So yeah. I know if he's going to lay it on thick. And I, yeah, it's just yeah. the accent. Good morning, everybody. In the interest of full disclosure, we we work directly with Casey routinely. And we, mm -hmm. so we know his operation. And so we're, we're happy closely, to have Casey yeah. here to be part of the conversation. Uh, because, you know, we really kind of regret the title that we put out there for the for the podcast for today, because, you know, today I think we will go less about numbers and more about just kind of how you get to decision-making, you know, as dealers, mm -hmm. like, especially on this lead generation, lead management thing, like how do you decide where to put your money and, and how do you get to, how do you data? decide what's working? Yeah. And, yeah. So that's kind of what we working. wanted to break down. And we, we talked a little bit about lead management. We, it's been, it'll be a recurring subject around here because we're all working to try to figure out how to get better at that. And so I just wanted to hear from each of you today just kind of what your experience has been and kind of how you go about tracking it. I, I also know because we know you both well enough to know that you're both on the same CRM slash underwriting tool. So you're both, you know, managing your leads through a similar process that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not about the product and the actual, you know, tool or service that you use to do it. We're just trying to figure out, like, how do you get to it? Maybe we'll start with you, Nathan, like. What do you, how do you find the information that you're looking for to help you make a judgment about where to put your ad dollars? I mean, that's a, how do you find the information? I think it comes from other dealers and their experiences. Um, you know, every ad you know, service company or a marketing company is going to tell you, you know, all the things that they think you want to hear. But, <clears throat> but I think that the, uh, you know, having measurable results that hmm. you can quantify in a per cost basis like that, that's harder to do. I feel like I needed to get that information from other dealers. So I, I, I reached out to, other people in the space and got their opinions on things, what worked, what didn't. And I think that's why, you know, we're here talking. Today. Sure. So. What about you, Casey? We, yeah. you know, obviously we see inside your numbers, like you, you're able to drill into where your leads are coming from. Like, how do you go about making your decision about where you go with your dollars? Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, it takes time. It takes time in the beginning. It's a lot of trial and error and seeing which works 
best. And then as the leads come in, you would slowly increase it in one area, but that only goes so far. You, you, yeah. you do need to be able to put numbers to it to, to, to make it work and to be able to accurately track how much you're spending, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's boosting posts, whether it's Facebook ads, um, whether you're spending on, on Google and how much you're putting towards each. So to be able to accurately track how many leads are coming from where yeah. and then to go one step farther and to be able to, um, how many are you actually converting to sales from there not just leads coming in? Right. So it takes a lot. You A lot of time spent on building out a system to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Sure. I would say. Yep. I love um, both of you. It's like you've got a track. You've got a. I mean, you 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 can't really uh, um, say something works unless you actually can look at the numbers and track it. So I appreciate that that you both added that. It's like, um, you know, watching that and and measuring that and and um, especially Nathan, when you are getting into um, really like stepping into advertising, I love leveraging other dealers experiences to start and to, you know, to get things going. And then, and, and also it's like, all right, so this isn't working as much. What are you guys doing? And, and, you know, what's, what's in the market. So it's really helpful too. I, I it's one thing to track the numbers, but it's also really helpful to see what's working with other people. It, it is. And it, you know, <clears throat> some, some know I have franchise dealership experience mm -hmm. And you know, it, 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 when you're running an ad spend, you've got a you've got a, a franchise that's giving you money, that's running advertising for you, that's bringing all the information to you. That you're required to spend on, and and it's a different animal. Yeah. So when when you're an independent, I think that you don't have like a, a, a massive franchise you know, manufacturer behind you, feeding you the, the data, you've got to go in and dig it out yourself. And it is not the same animal at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I see, and this is part of why we wanted to bring this conversation today is like, you know, smaller independent dealers, that's a lot to ask of a dealer to go out. And even though you've got a very capable system at the core of your business, you still have to be the person to drive the connection between your CRM and your website, your CRM and your Facebook page and all the stuff. And that's just a lot to, for dealers to manage, you know, at, at a, when they're a smaller operation. And so it's challenging to ever get the stuff working right. Poor Casey, we've seen him working, you know, with website provider and trying to get, you know, that stuff dialed in. And like, it's just challenging. It's hard to ever feel like you've got all the information you need at your fingertips because you can't really attribute you know, your leads to certain sources. And uh, so I've got some numbers, maybe before we go on, let me share some numbers that I got. I'm fortunate to uh, be able to pull in. I'm gonna read you directly from a text message this morning. I said, last minute thought, I thought, I wonder if Brent Carmichael's available to give me some information. <laughs> Brent Carmichael's 20 group moderator runs mm -hmm. multiple buy here, payer groups and has for 15 so years. So he's got a lot of data from dealers data. all over the US. And I always, when we can, I like to have direct information from a large enough data pool that we can, when we share this kind of information, I think these are, these are numbers to write down because these are, this is a large enough pool of data that it lets you know what you can do. Uh, and I'll toward. just, while, while Jim's looking or pulling it up to the right place, it's like Brent answered in a heartbeat with, with like, this is the down numbers. to, you know, the dollar on what the average and all of 
he might have jumped on his laptop, but he, there's a chance he knew he was off the top of his head. <laughs> but he said that um, in 2022, the average across all of their groups was $220 ad spend per vehicle sold. And that's down. Used I used to hear around $300 in the independent space. Could never be sure how much of that was independent retail and how much was buy here, pay here. But we used to try to think, well, let's at least try to target being under 300 bucks per car sold. And so I just think what this tells us now is that that's possible. And then he said Q3 of this year was $195 per vehicle sold. Wow. And so we just know mm -hmm. that, that that's great information. That helps us know, um, you know, what what's possible. And I think, you know, one of the things that occurs to me when I hear that is, that, you know, that's probably for an established operation, a little easier number to get to because you can leverage your your customer base and maybe Facebook followers and some of those kind of things. But, but I still think it's a, it's a good target. And, and it really shows that dealers that are invested in improving their business are really interested in, in like getting to a better way of showing up in front of their customers. It's like, what, how can we leverage these dollars? And, and so it's there, there, it sounds to me, if they're able to do that kind of drop, <clears throat> there's probably a lot of measuring going on and um and that they are they're always trying to to find the best way to be able to leverage those dollars yeah and casey i want to come back to you because we've been part of the implementation for you this new crm like you made a switch from an old crm to the new one and and you know as anytime there's a switch there's a little bit of a, a painful thing but we we know you're analytical and we know that you've been very persistent about getting all those connections made that we were talking about like how are you feeling about that are you feeling like you've got better information now to be able to make these kind of decisions much better and yep. and it's getting better all the time i was actually working um and this goes back with what nathan was saying earlier about big uh corporations having all the pieces put together so the person doing the work doing your let's say it's it's, it's google ads it, it, it's a lot simpler where we were on the phone yesterday actually making tweaks so the information comes in correctly Right. Much better. We're, we're getting much, much closer and better all the time. And once it's there, then hopefully we'll have the ability to track it and push the dollars so that we can get down to that $195 per car sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking it in my head. Yeah. yeah. yeah reactions, it's like, what? Yeah, that's a lot lower than I am now. But before you can get there, you have to be able to compute the data. I mean, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's so, true. Nathan, you're experiencing that. Uh, well, certainly. <clears throat> I, I was laughing because I was thinking to myself, I am not 200 a car. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, most of our listeners are not. So, no. <clears throat> and, and I think to Casey's point, it does take momentum. I mean, if you're working in a, in a, you know, in a Google, Facebook, click, ad, you know, it, that kind of environment, <clears throat> like there's traction you need to get. And then once you get traction, then it takes time to narrow it down. And then once you narrow it down, you're narrowing it down some more. And then you keep going and going. So when you start out, you're not spending 200 a car. You're spending yeah. 600 a car. Yeah. You know. And, and it, so, it goes further than than just like the ad spend because it's obviously how are you handling your leads? Mm -hmm. What are you closing? You know, all of that kind of stuff. It kind of just narrows sure, that true. gap. But it starts with measuring something and, you know, seeing where things are coming from. This is why the dealers, when they say, um, when the customer says I have 2000 down, the dealers are saying, could you do 2,600 to cover my ad? <laughs> you know, cover my ad spend. 
And not not we're not worried about tags and title. No, I think what we see is that you know dealers are wrestling with this, and I think what what can happen. We talked about in our Wednesday broadcast with Anna Maria is this idea of you know there's this this kind of a metaphor about you know having a shotgun approach to marketing versus a rifle, a precision aim thing. And Nathan, thinking back to your your franchise days, I mean, you, those people had big budgets and big analytics, and they could better identify the target consumer and serve ads. And, and those of us as smaller independents, that's a little more difficult to get to. I mean, we, we there's some places we can go, but one of the things we see is there's some providers out there who provide, you know, advertising solutions. And what we're seeing with our own clients with some of them is they're spending some pretty big dollars, and they're certainly generating lots of leads. Mm-hmm but we, we're not seeing that those leads can be attributed to very many of the sales. And so it's a question of how, is it a shotgun method? I mean, we're, that's what the data would suggest is that we're, if, when, the, when we're creating lots of leads but not translating into sales, then it just begs the question, are we, how precise are we in our marketing and our messaging to reaching the right consumer, right? So this is part of what, so Casey, I know you guys have been working on that. You've engaged some people to, to help that. And we know that your Facebook in particular is driving more leads, right? Correct. It, it does. Yeah. I looked at those numbers in your case, uh, you know, last night and I can, I can see that, yeah, by far, regardless of your ad spend, you know, you're definitely driving much more traffic from the, whatever dollars you put into Facebook. And so we see that we basically get confirmation that we talked a little bit about that with Anna Maria on Wednesday is that we see across social media that dealers, it's, it's like still overwhelmingly like Facebook is still the, king of the mountain on that they're still producing at least in the buy here payer space they're the most productive and so i think i wonder maybe we'll ask uh, you nathan if you had success elsewhere um besides facebook any place else that you're seeing some results well i mean <clears throat> certainly have uh seen some google response and interaction but no facebook i would agree has by far been the most productive yeah. for for us mm-hmm. that makes sense i don't know that people are really uh, being able to connect on TikTok yet we're not seeing much of that so uh, yeah. um so casey back to you where else are you seeing some results i mean we, we feel like we know but maybe you can share with listeners where else you're you're picking up some some business yeah, well, I am getting some from Google, but the trackable part of it, what we were working on yesterday, getting it to correctly come over into uh, my CRM. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can track down, you know, tons of link clicks and, and actually filling out forms in the last 30 days, you know, 55 forms built out. But then, you know, being able to track that next step of which form and which one turned into an app and which one was sold from those apps. Yeah. So that measure, but, but those are the two main two main ones for me. Yeah, and I would say that any of our listeners today out there, dealers that are newer to this, if you're not familiar with A-B testing, I would get real familiar with that, mm-hmm. especially in these social media tracks, is like the ability to run two different kind of ads in parallel to the same audience, mm-hmm. you know, because that lets you verify. And then, you know, as Anna Maria suggested, you just monitor that. And if if A performs better than B, then you start shifting your your budget over to A and, and drive that message because it is messaging. We got, and so it's not just getting the link clicks. It's about attracting the right applicant who will become an owner. Right. And so that's what we got to kind of figure out. And the AB testing is part of how you get mm-hmm. there. So and they, go ahead. Go ahead. 
as well as you know there is some deeper tracking you can do within that as far as once you get everything in place there's actually ways you can you can um score the leads so it transfers back out to google and they end up over time um sending you better and better leads based off what you're looking for but again that's just part of the whole this takes time it takes time to build it out yeah, and I would imagine, you know, numbers that Jim shared from uh, Brent Carmichael and the 20 groups that he works with is that they've they've been tweaking their process and their system and, you know, finding out how like that, like you just said, is that the more you tweak it, the more um, the 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 more refined the lead gets and they they put it in front of the right person. And then then when you can start to really bring in the right lead that it it will translate to um, more qualified leads coming in and, and you know, it, uh, it increases your your chance of being able to actually close a deal. I didn't that way. catch if you posted uh, Mark Anderson's I did. Uh, comments. So yeah, go, let's do that because this yeah. is really definitely in, in keeping with the way we think about it mm -hmm. and what we teach is, you know, he's really basically suggesting here that we, we really as buy here, pay here dealers, most of us, could use some improvement in terms of learning how to promote our program and ourselves and, and less about cars. So we see a lot of kind of inventory forward uh, marketing and, mm -hmm. and buy here, pay here. We just think there, there are two problems with that. I mean, one is, you know, it puts you out there competing with all the other folks for one thing. If you're just car centric in, yeah. your, in your advertising. Yeah. But it's also missing the opportunity for us to dial into the consumer that is, if we think about, I call it sticky, that customer who's going to be sticky and be a good customer mm -hmm. with us for many years, then, then you know, in, in marketing, the specialists that we've been around and we, we've learned a good amount about this, but they, they really spend a lot of time identifying what would be a called an avatar or a persona. Like it's, it's to be able to figure out who is like, what is paint the picture of your ideal customer who's with you for three to 10 years as an example. And then how do you then identify that market? How do you begin to make sure that the leads that you're generating are so over time, you know, mm -hmm. you, you get better and better at that. And look, I hear myself saying that out loud and I think, Jim, I don't have time for that. I got, I got car decisions to make in the back. I got transmissions to decide about. You got all these different things going on. And so all this deep analytics is, is challenging because most of us don't have the budget to hire the pro to, you know, what we're talking about. So what do you think, Nathan, when you hear that? Yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> um, yeah. I, and I think it's a prioritization, you know, it's, uh, to piggyback on some of what um, uh, the dealer was mentioning and uh, that you showed before. Anyway, uh, I do think any of us can put a, you know, 2021 Dodge Challenger up there in a buy here, pay here space and get a lot of clicks, right? You know, a lot of, a lot of five, $500 down. Can I buy that car? You know, that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, my, mine's more of like another question to your question, right? So here's, here's in my mind, this is what I think. Okay. I've got X number of cars and I can sell X number of cars. And I, let's just say I've got the inventory to increase my ad spend to therefore increase my sales. Let's just assume that part. Mm -hmm. Then, <clears throat> you know, what is my real purpose of what I'm trying to accomplish? Because to me, I don't have as much of an issue with people coming into the dealership trying to buy a car. Um, but I have more of 
<clears throat> more of like how can I improve the quality of my applicant? Good. Right. Yeah. So I think of it as a as a volume thing. Like if I've got, you know, a hundred applicants, I'm probably going to get a larger number of quality applicants. Mm -hmm. um, but that may not always be the case. So, <clears throat> you know, one of the things is like that inventory is, you know, once you move that car to that person that you pick, that car is no longer available for the next person. And we've mm -hmm. lost really good quality applicants because we sold a car to somebody who was marginal and mm -hmm. then didn't have the opportunity to serve the one that was quality. Yeah, good point. From my standpoint, it's it's like, how do we find that quality applicant more than how do I just jam leads into my CRM? Because that, that, that we can do. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I think anybody can throw dollars out there and create those link clicks that you're talking about. So then it's really that somebody said the they use the spray and pray thing, which I heard uh -huh. on Facebook a few days ago. It's like the spray and pray is kind of that shotgun thing about you just throwing stuff out there. You're just spending dollars. And so by shifting to more of a sniper approach, you know, that just takes time. It takes really, it, it takes somebody digging into the analytics and trying to figure out. But mm -hmm. I think if I were to give a short answer to that, I think it's kind of going back to what Mark Anderson out of Illinois said, which is it's really about getting the hang. And part of it's getting comfortable as dealers, getting comfortable with the idea of telling their story. Like we, we believe in marketing and branding, especially with a uh, buy here, pay here that, many of us could get better at storytelling, getting out in front, you know, and telling our story, getting, getting the community you can, to know us. Because when we're good folks and we can attract folks who also see that and value that, then we think that's gonna help you attract an applicant that is better qualified. You know, I would say that's the way that we just, you know, it's, it's about targeting an applicant who better fits your program and so I think in order to do that, we have to help the community get to understand our program and kind of how we do business. And so this is part of why I think we, you know, we've, we've heard for years, the idea is sell the program, not the car. You know, we're very much in the financing business, right? Mm -hmm. And so we, we kind of got to get comfortable selling our financing or promoting our financing. Some of that's organic, like some of that's just, you know, through our own social connections, we can really leverage those. You know, you both probably have Facebook followers that we can get out there and tell our story well through those channels, then we think that's going to lead to referrals and, and a customer who's going to match better. So it's really, that's kind of what you're referring to, Nathan, is, is mm -hmm. an applicant who better fits the way you're you're planning to do business. But, you know, I think we've kind of covered the parts of it that I wanted to cover yeah. today. You have anything else, Michelle? Well, I just, I, I love... Um, we have to be able to measure. We have to, you know, really kind of dial in and measure what's coming in, how it's coming in, how we can tweak it and all of all of those kind of things. And then it's the messaging is another piece. It's the mark, it's the the measure and it's the messaging. And I do, um, I, you know, I love what Mark said about you know, it's about the program. And the more that you have your message going out about who you are and your program, then people that, uh, you know, might see it coming up in their feed when they have a friend or they have their kid or they have a neighbor or that whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I really need a car. They're going to say, you should go try these, you know, check these people out. Yeah. Is that they, they seem to, or whatever, right. but it's, it's being able to create an emotional hook too, mm -hmm. um, with the people that are seeing 
your messaging out on Google and on Facebook and all of those kind of things that it's, it really is. It's, it's measure and it's, it's message. What's your message as well? Yeah. And our, our dealer friend, um, Jack Carter won't mind us mentioning that you can go to follow their Facebook page, turn and burn motors in uh, the Atlanta area Conyers, I think, but they, uh, they, Jack does a nice job of being social video, video, video. Like I mm -hmm. think that's going to be a big part of obviously in today's environment, video is where it's at. So we want to be on video, video, let, let the folks get to know us. And so he's very personable and, and, and has a lot of fun with social media and you kind of get to know who they are and what they're about, which I think is super important. And then, you know, there are others out there, uh, Tyrone tire and automotive, our, our dealer friend, Nick, uh, you can follow him up there in Pennsylvania and they, he also does a nice job with social at just kind of allowing the community to get to know him. We had to give Nick a little bit of a nudge to get out there <laughs> get in front of the camera and, and do the little selfie videos and that sort of thing. But it's they, they had a video off. It's kind working. Of, where, it's yeah, working. it was like Jim sent a quick video and then he had to send another quick video just to kind of get used to it. It's Getting okay. Used to it. And it's, it's, okay. it's just fun. It's very mm -hmm. natural. And by the way, before we wrap up, I got to say, Casey, I could see you were kind of trying to protect you. you had people reaching across you for a stapler or whatever. Sorry about that, guys. No, no apology necessary. That's part of what happens on the we're we're au natural over here so yeah. so the uh, it's we've had people from the car auction you know like it's it's the way it works so oh yeah from their you car, car from wherever so it's, yeah you guys and, and i love it makes it more real casey because it's like yeah he's running a business yeah, too yeah, so sure. it's yeah it's <laughs> okay but uh but Tell yeah. Monica we said hi. Yeah, I will. Yeah, <laughs> sorry for the interruptions. Okay. <laughs> so, which you guys get back to any this? closing thoughts? Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, Nathan, do you want to anything else you want to add to uh, you know what what it is that works and and what it is that you're trying to to um, trying to improve? So, <clears throat> I would just say that if you don't have a process to track what you're doing, then you need to develop that first. Uh, a way, a CRM system or some way to bring those leads and qualify and quantify them. And, and otherwise, I think it's very difficult to be efficient in your ad spending. And I think it's hard enough as it is with that. So sure. I would say you would start there. And then I think after that, um, it's okay to delve in a little bit and, and you don't have to go out and spend $10,000 a month, right? I mean, you can... You can get something for a couple of hundred dollars a month, and then you just feel your way through that. And I, I, I would, I would certainly not run out there <clears throat> hire an ad firm immediately without having some sort of idea of how you're going to track that, which we talked about. Before. Sure. Yeah, very I like good. It. Casey, any thoughts from you? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with what you just said. The whole, the whole process thing, um, it just takes time, and I know that. We can all get busy doing 20 other things. There's always 20 things outside that I feel like I could go do, but I've intentionally dug in and said, you know, I, this is where my focus needs to be. I yeah. think it, it's what can make one of the biggest differences in the business. Um, so for the past good little while, this is what I, you know, I'm spending time on this. That other stuff can, we can get to it, but this is important. And we've seen your volume creeping up. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's working. So that's all good stuff. And uh, and I would just, one closing thought, I would just say that let's all remember that the organic stuff, the relationships that we have with our current customers, past customers, anytime we can leverage that, that's going to be a really affordable place for us to go. And, and not to mention maybe some of our better 
connections that, you know, as far as, you know, who we might attract as a, as a referral. Uh, so yeah. I would say, you know, especially in Christmas, boy, you throw a Christmas bonus out there, a referral reward for your current customers. Let's, let's leverage our, our relationships with our current customer base always. And, uh, and this would be an excellent time to do that. So we should probably let you guys get back to running your dealerships. We know there's a lot of work to do. So we appreciate you making time to, uh, to add to the conversation and help some other dealers out there. Absolutely. Sounds Thank good. you, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. If you can stand by for two more minutes, we'll wrap yeah, we'll, up and come we'll right back. Yeah, then we'll say a proper goodbye after we've closed up the, the broadcast. Yeah. So just Bye. hang on. Just thanks, there. guys. All right. Um, if if you uh, we mentioned Anna Maria, who's someone that we've worked with for a while. Uh, the the broadcast you said Wednesday. It was on Monday, and there's oh. some really great tips in there that can help dealers. So if you haven't watched that. Um, you know, she, she really understands, uh, Facebook and, and, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the, the ways that you, that you leverage. And she has some very, very simple and actionable things that dealers can do, mm -hmm. um, to start bringing in more quality leads. Right. And so yeah. if you don't, you can reach out to us if you need to find her, yeah. we have a handful of our clients <laughs> use her very, and that yeah. works very well. So, and if you need help, um, getting uh, a measuring system and and you know s starting to really dive into that. If you need some help, give us a holler because because mm -hmm. we we do that with a lot of uh, a lot of different dealers and and just kind of help them create systems and processes so that they can do um, do the uh, uh, measure correctly or uh, have it, you know, at least putting something in so that they can measure. Right. Um, so if you need any help, call, you can call or text us 903-816-0216. Mm -hmm. um, anything else, honey? No, let's, uh, let's let folks get back to their day. And <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you again uh, next week. Yeah. Have a great Friday. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Finish getting some of those Christmas things taken care of, wrapped up. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in today. Yeah. See you Monday at 11 Eastern.